This is Ryan Cruz from CultureCast Radio, and you're listening to the 4D Podcast Network. Ryan M. Brewer. Michael fucking Malone. <laughs> What's up, bud? Nothing, man. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Good, good, good. I've not gone to Taco Bell yet. Uh, yeah, I didn't go to Taco Bell either. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I normally go every single week. Yeah. And this is the one week that I haven't gone, and uh, it was the one week we were supposed to. <laughs> you know what? You know what it is? Uh, I got to download an app. I got to build stuff. <laughs> Oh my God, Malone! You, you, uh, oh my God, Malone! You know, I I, I got enough apps. In my I didn't life. ask you to build a treehouse. I asked you to build a five dollar box, Malone. I asked you to build a food order. You do it daily. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah, you whoa. do it daily. You, you know, have I, to. I kind of have a thing against uh, having apps on my phone that deal with food. Well, you don't have like Grubhub or anything like that? Now that I'm fine with, but I'm not going to oh, get a okay. fucking Taco Bell app that's like sending me notifications. Like, Remember, we love you and you love tacos. Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of my life. First of all, I don't go to Taco Bell for tacos. Tacos are a Mexican dish. Taco Bell is not Mexican food. Yeah, you go there for the french fries. We talked about this go there last for nacho night. fries and uh, some fucking weird burrito shit that I know no real Mexican person has ever eaten ever. Not, Let me tell you something. When, when Taco Bell's like, what are you here for? I'm like, nacho fries. Nacho. I'm here for the tacos. <laughs> I uh, I I was I was goaded into this by the application I now have on my phone. Yeah, uh, you said you love tacos. I was like, yeah, you're right, I do. And here we are. Yeah, I don't need fucking McDonald's and shit like those apps. Like, wh- people that have those apps, wh- why do you have them? Why do you have? Let me ask you this: Do you have? I don't have any of those. But do you have? Uh, um, do you have any gas station loyalty? No, I'm not loyal. Like you go to the same <laughs> gas station and you like you go. I go there. I see. I I go to Speedway. No, because when I was like 18, I got a Speedway card that when you use it, it it's a it's a wild thing. A rewards program from a gas station is a rewards program that matures as you mature. Because when I was in high school, I was like, I filled my tank up six times and they gave me a free Mountain Dew. And that's all I wanted in high school was a free fucking soda, right? You get to college, you're having to drive back and forth to school, so you're putting more in your gas tank. And then you start to save up points to where you get like an actual gift card for gas. And you're like, I filled up my tank a hundred times and they gave me a free tank of gas. Then you become like a touring artist and you're fucking putting gas in that shit all the time. And you're like, I need the free gas and also the free snacks and goodies from the food section. 
it matures as you mature, Malone. Is what I, I will say that my parents tried to get me in on the ground floor when I was a young man of, of, of this gas station loyalty you speak of, but I'm not loyal to oil. I know it's. I know it's. Okay. Uh, I know it's good okay. for me. I know. Okay. <laughs> and if you're gonna, if you're gonna be loyal, if you're gonna have one of those loyalty cards, it's got to be to a gas station or a Ralph's. I feel like Ralph's is is a good one to have. All the other ones, eh? Fuck off. Yeah, grocery store, grocery store, and I think Ralph's is the one that like they're owned by the same umbrella company that owns Kroger. Yeah. So like when you're back in the Midwest, you can use the old Kroger. There's nothing I love more than a good Krogue, man. Like, I like a Whole Foods, I like a Trader Joe's, but I like a Krogue, and here's why. A Krogue has developed a good, healthy, organic food section. Oh Every my section God. you go into has a good organic food section. But they also have, like, fucking Cinnamon Toast Crunch if you want that. Whereas Whole Foods is like all organic food and you're like, this is great. But like sometimes if you just want to be a slouch and eat some fucking cinnamon toast crunch or some Reese's puffs or some shit, you can't. Because guess why? You're at fucking Whole Foods. You can do that kind of shit at a Ralph's or a Krogue. Of, of course your half hippie ass wants a fucking Krogue. I <laughs> That's am exact. half hippie it's ass. Like, it's like a farmer's market, but also DiGiorno's. You know You're what I mean? You're also a half hippie. You're from here and moved out there. You're just the wrong fucking half. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think of myself more like a shoe buckle. You know? Go on. <laughs> I mean, it's it's rooted in the Midwest, but sometimes you can dress it up and be classy, you know? A shoe uh, buckle. You don't see it often, and uh, yeah. I got to tell you, I'm not sure I'm <laughs> picking up what you're laying down. What the fuck is a shoe buckle? Look, I might you just... literally like a buckle that goes on a shoe? Yeah, you ever seen a shoe buckle before? It, like, you can dress them up. You can look a shoe buckle can look real nice. Why or, are you saying it like it's a thing that's separate from the <laughs> shoe itself? Like you add it later. It's an accoutrement to be added at a later date. Yeah, it's like a handkerchief nah, and upgraded, a jacket. I, upgraded, I upgraded my shoes with shoe buckles. <laughs> I got the new Air Force Ones with the buckle. With the buckles, dude. <laughs> The buckles. It's a drop-down menu on the website. You got to add the buckles. Yeah, they're gold. Of course, they're gold. They come, they come separate. The buckles come separate. Yeah, man. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think we're agreeing on uh, loyalty cards for grocery stores and gas stations for we sure. Are. We because, are. and I, I will say, because of Krogue and a Ralph's. Uh, they do the bait and switch on you. They're like, "Hey, normally, you know, this cereal is going to cost you eight ninety nine, and you're like, "It's a regular box of Frosted Flakes." You're like, "Yeah, that's what cereal costs." But hey, man, if you got one of them loyalty cards, I'll give it to you for three ninety nine. And you're like, "Well, fuck! Of course I'll do that. Of course I'll get the loyalty card. Why wouldn't I get the loyalty card? Yeah. And once you've got the loyalty card, it's t- it's the tails wagging the dog in that situation, man. They get you into the card, and then you develop the loyalty after you've got the card. You're like, "Well, fuck! I've got the card now. Yeah, might as well go to Krogue. A reverse loyalty card." 
What what is that when you get kidnapped and you fall in love with the person? What is that? Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, that's what it is with loyalty cards. It's a Stockholm. <laughs> the longer you have it, the more in love you are with it. It gives you coupons uh, every God once in a while. It. But goddamn it, it's an abusive relationship. It it's just, a bait and it, switch. If I happen to make a mistake and leave it at home, it punishes me. But other than that, <laughs> it's nice to me. I get all of my cereals at reasonable prices. Yeah, but shouldn't the cereal be reasonably priced anyway? Hey, he's doing his best. <laughs> he's doing he's his best. He's just out there. He's working really hard trying to make a living. You lay off of Krog. You lay <laughs> off of my Krog loyalty. <laughs> I'm just a shoe buckle trying to do the best I can out in the world, you know? Just a shoe buckle. I'm still perplexed by that one. <laughs> I, I might have just made that up just now and tried to float old, it. I tried to float it. I tried to float we- it. I just thought it was some weird old folksy Ohio shit you learned <laughs> <laughs> from your elderly parents. Michael, you got to quit trying to be a shoe buckle. <laughs> some days you got to ask yourself, are you the shoe or are you the buckle? Or are you the buckle, Michael? Everybody's got shoes. <laughs> but are you the buckle? Yeah, that's but are it. you the buckle? Anybody can be a shoe. But it's are you a, a buckle? It's hard to be a buckle. <laughs> and it's the hard that makes it great. That was actually the name of my first album. It's hard to be a buckle. It's hard to be a buckle. <laughs> I bet to- it sold like hotcakes. People were like, I totally understand that reference. Here's my 20 bucks. <laughs> Here's $20. I know how hard it is to be a buckle. <laughs> Keep your head up. I 100% know what that's like. I 1,000%. <laughs> I was just thinking the other day, hey, I'm feeling, like, I'm feeling a little more like a buckle than I want to feel. Honestly. More like a buckle. So, I mean, I always feel a little bit like a buckle, but I feel too much like a like a buckle lately. Look, man, I feel like I, I just I just gave you two great T-shirt ideas. Uh, I'm not loyal it's to the to oil. <laughs> it's hard to be a buckle. Hold on. You should say it's hard to be a buckle, and then there'd be like three different things that are buckles, like whatever the fuck a shoe buckle is. And then, like, John Arbuckle from the Garfield oh <laughs> comic strip. Oh, my God. And then, like, one more buckle. What would be another buckle? A belt buckle. A belt buckle? Yeah, man. You're holding yourself up, you know? <laughs> what kind of buckle are you? Belt, you know, shoe, or R? Oh, man. You know what? An R, I think I think an R buckle is more like a provider. You know what I mean? Like you're there yeah. for others. You're Just tirelessly you know. there. Yeah, no yeah. No matter how ungrateful Garfield is, John's always showing up with the little Yeah, he's an R buckle, dog. And I think he's I think a belt buckle means you, you're holding yourself up. You know what I mean? You're holding, you're holding you, yourself up. That you're doing the best you can. You, it's almost like pull yourself by your bootstraps. You know what I mean? You're a belt buckle, right. man. You're, Which is you're, interesting because it would seem that a shoe buckle would be closer to a bootstrap. A boot, uh, here's the thing. A shoe <laughs> buckle, baby, that just uh, that means you can go from, from nasty to classy. That means you got the mid-rest roots, but you can also go to a nice highfalutin party. You know, you're 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 in two worlds at once, baby. You're a Don't shoe and a buckle. Dare. 
Don't you dare insinuate that a bootstrap and a shoe buckle are even in the same league, my friend. No, no, man. No. Totally different categories. Totally different things, It's like man. a featherweight and a heavyweight. It's not even the same thing. It's not even the same sport, this bootstrap and this Yeah, because if you're a shoe buckle, you really don't fit into either world. You know what I mean? Like, you go around where yeah. people have regular shoes on. They're like, what the fuck is you on your shoe, You also don't fit dog? into the real world where real people <laughs> live. It's not a real thing. What the fuck? Didn't the pilgrims have shoe buckles? Yeah, but I think they were on their shoes. They were, like, attached to their shoes. That's what I'm... T- I'm. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was, like, a part of the shoe. You don't refer to it like it's a thing you get to add later. Are you sure? <laughs> I mean, I guess you could say, I feel like a shoelace, and I would understand. No. But, like, a, <laughs> but like a shoelace comes with it. Bro, I'm telling you right now, there are custom-made shoe buckles you can put on your fucking sneakers, dog. You add them to sneakers? Bro, people are adding them to sneakers. I had no idea. You better get on your shoe buckle game, dog. Shoe buckles? Fuck me. I've been walking around shoe buckleless like an idiot. (laughs) I'm walking into a room thinking I look fairly oh. nice. Oh, they have a Not name. Without a shoe buckle, you don't. They have a what, name. Are they called something else, you motherfucker? Yeah, you ready? If what happens? Get, just take after a guess at what die. people call shoe, like another name for shoe buckle. Monk straps. Monk? Like a like a Buddhist monk? Yeah, monk strap. Monk straps. It sounds kind of racist, doesn't it? (laughs) That's a monk strap. Yeah, it does sound super racist. Sounds sounds at least a little racist. (laughs) Hey, you come walking in here with their hippity hoppity music and their monk straps. Uh, What? Speaking of racist. They're monk straps. (laughs) They're they got their straps, mug straps. You know. Grandpa, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, a shoe buckle. Uh, speaking of racist things, here's the other oh uh, search uh, things that search questions that come up for Google. When I, now wait, what, I just wait, typed in you, shoe buckle. You, just the word shoe buckle. Is it one word or two? Let me double check. Yes, two two words. Shoe Sounds like buckle. <laughs> shoe buckle. Now here's buckle. the other thing. How do you buckle Chinese shoes? How do you buckle what? Chinese shoes? Why the shoes got to be Chinese? What? They buckle different. They buckle different. Chinese Here are some shoes. other popular searches. Uh, how do I lock my sandals? How do I lock... <laughs> My Got a long sandals. day at the beach, and you want to lock your sandals up to make sure that nobody fucking takes them? What? How do I yeah. lock my sandals? Uh, and this is unfortunately I read how... stuff on the internet, and I'm like, I don't even know what the you get. You like, do you ever have a question? And then what? What's always comes up like Quora, and that there's always a link for Quora. <laughs> Or like, uh, there's like Reddit answers. Whenever you have some random fucking question, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get Reddit a lot. There's always yeah. like a link for Reddit. There's always a Q U O R A. I always get a lot. Yeah. 
there's yeah. one of those in there. There's one of the, there's always a bunch of these like where you ask questions. And uh, sometimes I'm reading like you read the other questions. Like other people also asked blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I don't even know what the fuck you're getting at. Like you read those questions and you're like, I don't know. There are today, Malone, I was on I was watching uh, uh, something. I don't know. Uh, on FX, probably a Simpsons rerun, I think. And uh, and uh, this movie comes on after it, and I'm staring at it, and it's fucking Steve Carell. Okay. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm at least aware of all of Steve Carell's movies. Like, I don't think a Steve Carell movie came out, and I've just missed knowing that it existed. So I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, well, what's it, what's it going to be? It's Steve Carell. It looks kind of like dinner for schmucks era steve carell so i'm thinking well maybe this is the beginning of dinner for schmucks i don't maybe maybe that's what this is so i get a little farther i'm like this is not dinner for schmucks he's way more depressed in this than he ever was in dinner for schmucks what the fuck is this movie it's a movie called welcome to marwin oh i heard about this and it's fairly new it was a Zemeckis movie that came out in 2018 based, based on a true story. Is that the one with the dolls? Yeah. yeah. And it just and it suddenly goes into kind of like uh stop motion almost so like he'll like do you know the story? Yeah. I, unfortunately, I didn't even know that apparently I, it's apparently it's a true story. This like guy who was an artist, he was like an illustrator who liked to wear ladies shoes. Was in some redneck bar and was like, yeah, I like to wear lady shoes. These fucking rednecks took him out, beat the piss out of him, and he couldn't remember anything in his life. So he just came home, a man in like whatever year it was, <laughs> walks into his house and is like, this is where I live. And his buddy's like, yeah, this is where you live, man. And he's like, so this is all my shit. And guy was like, yeah. And he like went to his closet and opened it up. He was like, do I have a girlfriend? And the guy was like, no. And he was like, why the fuck do I have all these he- high heels? And he was like, oh, you collect high heels. Can you imagine just... <laughs> Can you imagine waking up with amnesia and and walk... Let's say it's 1995. I don't fucking know. And you come walking into your house and they're like, this is where you live. And you're like, all right, man, okay. I mean, it seems like I'm not doing that great, but I, but I, I seem fine. And you say, I got all this just by drawing cartoons? Yeah, man, you drew cartoons and you were great at it. And you got this this modest lifestyle that you leave. And you're like, well, fuck, if I don't have to go to a nine to five and I just got it from drawing shit, I got a pretty good life. Like, this is a decent house. And you're just poking through your shit and you open your closet. And they, like, we're talking like 200 plus pairs of stiletto <laughs> high heels. And he said, and he goes, Do I have a girlfriend? The guy was like, Nope. And he's like, Well, whose are these? And he's like, Those are yours. You collect them. Can you imagine that being like one of the first real visceral things you learn about yourself after like trying to relearn who you are? Number one what thing. A mind, uh, what a number, mind fuck that would be. Number one thing I'd ask, where are all my shoe buckles? <laughs> where the fuck? I have yeah, all yeah, these yeah. shoes. Where are all- <laughs> No, 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 no. I don't remember much, but I do remember that I collect shoes. What I'm asking is, where the fuck are all the buckles for these? Where are the buckles? 
I have 200 pairs of shoes and zero fucking buckles. I'm trying to think of like what that thing would be in my life. If somebody were like bring me home and be like, this is your shit. And and I'm trying to think of like what that, what that sore thumb would be that like that thing where you're like, what? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Maybe just to have that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it would be. Do you, uh, does, does something stick out to you? Well, I guess it would be like, what would be the thing that if you could cut it off of, like, away from, not literally, but figuratively cut it off of yourself? Like, whatever characteristic you have. If you had that one thing where you're like, man, if I didn't know me and then I learned this, I'd be embarrassed. What's that one thing you could cut out? I mean, I don't, I mean, there's a lot of things, but it's all, you know, uh, mental. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be like, hey, man, I mean to ask you, did I have a lot of, like, trauma as a child? Not not really. Why the hell am I so fucked up today? Because I've been having some bogus-ass thoughts in here. Hey, man, was I always this, you know, just crying all the time? (laughs) Did I cry a lot? Like, at commercials and and TV shows? What if he just takes you to the fucking closet and he opens it up and there's like a blanket and some pillows and he's like, ah, this is where you cry. This is where you cry. And you're like, what do you mean? You're like, oh, you just uh, cry for hours in this fucking closet. Hey, do I have a a tiny roommate? (laughs) No, you don't have a tiny roommate. Well, who the fuck's living quarters is this in my closet? Oh, that's that's where you cry. (laughs) That's where you cry. That's your crying den, as you used to call it. That's your crying den. It's got a tapestry on the wall, and it's got a very soft pillow, and a, the remains of a silk blankie you've had since you were a child. You know what it'd probably be for me is... Uh, were you one of those kids? Did you ever have no. a thing that you like carried too long into life? No, but I, I hold on to my balls I a like, lot. I... <laughs> Just like hold your balls and just stand yeah, there I'll catch them. myself just like holding. Uh, it's a Malone thing. My brother does it. My dad did it. Like uh, I would say, if you randomly were to take a picture of me at odd hours of the day, I would say that eight out of ten of them would be me holding onto my dick or my balls. Is this some, <laughs> some Berenstain Bear shit? Like, am I? Am I remembering you as an only child from some alternative timeline I've jumped over from? Where the fuck did you just pull out? You had a brother in the middle of that fucking sentence. Do you not know about my brother? No. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Okay, so I was wondering where that fucking roadblock was when I, I was like, maybe I've shared too much. Maybe this Dude, guy doesn't ever. the fucking wheels just, the wheels <laughs> stopped at brother. I was like, well, fuck the rest of this sentence. I got to think back and try to figure out how I missed a sibling this whole time. <laughs> I have a brother I don't, I don't talk to. How do you know he grabs his balls then? Uh, I mean, I've, you know, eight out of the 10 pictures I've seen. That's not the first question. That's not the first question I should ask. Uh, all right. I do saw you want him to... one time. He held his balls a lot. What else is there do you want I to I was know? like, this guy might be my brother. <laughs> hey, it's this guy, right? The one with the balls in his hand. <laughs> hey, you Craig's boy? Yep. How'd I knew you it. Know? Is it the dimples? Nope, it's the balls. It's definitely the balls. Is it the ball holding or the shoe buckles? (laughs) I got to know. 
Tell me this. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just going to say two words. One, two, three. Shoe buckle. <laughs> Holy fuck, he is my brother. Our family heirloom, or our family, what is that? The, uh, not heirloom, but the, uh, uh oh, your crest. The crest is just balls and buckles. <laughs> balls on a, sh- hanging from a shoe buckle. Balls, uh, buckles, and hey, bottles. <laughs> I, got, I got a, I got a test for you to see if you're really my brother. <laughs> Finish this sentence. <laughs> Today, I woke up feeling like a shoe buckle. Shoe buckle? God damn it, he is my brother. God damn it, he is. God damn it, I feel just like a shoe buckle right. every fucking day. Bring her in here for the real thing, bub. <laughs> One more for you. You Lloyd Oil? Are you Lloyd Oil? I gotta know. Hell no. Hell no, I ain't Lloyd Oil. I ain't Lloyd Oil. If I I'm could all... kick that bitch out, I'd do it today. I'm on load to my wife, Ralphs and Krogue. <laughs> Krogues and Speedway. <laughs> Dude, I'm very close to a $200 gift card from Speedway. Oh my I've been collecting God. these things for the better part of a fucking decade, Malone. <sighs> All right, so here's here's the deal. I have uh, a brother uh, who is the exact opposite of me. Uh, in and out of prison, dog fights, drug dealing, <laughs> like, dude is, <laughs> dude is... Bad fucking news. Uh, He's the exact opposite of me. He goes to jail. <laughs> dog fights. What? Yeah, dog. He is the real deal. You want to know? Polar oh, man. opposites. I've never been to jail, and I've never been to a dog fight. Me and him couldn't be differenter. <laughs> <laughs> but he does grab his balls. That's how I know he's kin folk. I to mean, me. lifestyle wise, you fuck. <laughs> dog right. fights. What the fuck? He's a dog fighter. Are you ready for this? You want to know? You want to know his nickname? I don't think I am alone. <laughs> you want to know his nickname? You know, everybody Bulldog. in my anybody in my town who's anybody has a fucking name around town. You want to know my brother's dog name? Sauce. <laughs> Oh, shoe buckle, Malone. No. A shoe buckle and dog sauce were down at the uh, playground the other day holding their balls. You know those Malone boys. They're all about <laughs> balls, buckles, and bottles. They were up there on the roof of the YMCA holding their balls for the whole town to see on closed circuit television. His, his nickname, One Punch Malone, because he would knock dudes out with one punch. Dude, you're fucking making this up. I swear to God, he used to run my. Okay, so my best friend in high school named Wes, right? We and uh, Faber, Faber with shoulder pads, <laughs> okay, and uh, <laughs> he had an older brother too who was into you know uh, that lifestyle. Well, how did uh, the, well, the Bash brothers? So these they, guys were, were older. They, so my brother's ten years older than me, and Wes's brother was around eight years who older does than he him. Belong to. Uh, hold on now. My buddy Wes's brother's nickname was Scary Larry because he was six foot four, 300 pound, bald, white dude with a big fucking gold chain. And dude, I saw Scary Larry get hit with a baseball bat and still drag a dude out of his car and beat him to death in the middle of a fucking street, dude. Insane. And uh, was his name actually Larry or did his name was actually it? Larry. Oh, so they okay. called him Scary Larry. So we had, and he didn't, I mean, he knew no, of Steve. my brother. He was just really scary. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> he knew of my brother, but they never really hung out. And Wes and I always talked about how insane it would be if fucking One Punch Malone and Scary Larry became friends. They would just like fucking take over our town. <laughs> like we were always like, we can never introduce them. They'll either fucking what kill each fuck? other or start. The I want to see. Gang. I want to see a tag team match. Between Scary Larry and One Punch Malone and the Bash Brothers, I just oh, want to see. Oh man, I don't. It'll I'm, be like that. Did you ever see that uh, Rocky uh, sequel? The one where like there was a computer program and it made the boxers fight in their prime. Oh and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It said that the one boxer would beat Rocky in a, or that Rocky would beat him, and he was like, oh, "I'll beat him today." And Rocky was like, "I'm fucking sixty-five. Of course you'll beat me today." <laughs> But then he's rocky. He's like, I'm a boxer. That's what I do. So he goes up there, fucking fights the guy at 65. I wonder if there's a fucking. Uh, can we get our hands on that program? Can we just call him up and be like, yeah, hey, here's the deal. We got to figure out what would happen if Scary Larry and One Punch Malone took on the Bash Brothers. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, God, we'd never thought we'd have this lineup. Trust me, we got Faber Productions putting the whole thing on. It'll be a sold out event. <laughs> They'd be like, Faber, the karate guy? You got it. You mean the karate guy's putting this thing on? <laughs> you mean the karate guy sponsoring the fight? <laughs> I'm all in. Is it karate rules? Uh, no. Do they got to wear, do the they gotta wear those rules. aprons? <laughs> street fight rules. It's k- fucking Kimbo Slice rules. So my brother... Uh okay so my let's start here my father well, his name's Malone so he belongs to your dad yes yes so my dad okay. had uh, a, a wife before my mother and three kids um Heather Crystal and Jason and uh, uh later in life we find out that two of those kids aren't really my father's yet he raised them as his own and he knew that. Um, to be fair, so Jason's really my fair. only. When it comes to your dad, raising them as his own is not that hard. <laughs> Dude, my dad loved. I raised them as my own. They came inside. They said they stepped on a nail. I was like, "Pull it out, pussy." What else do you want me to do? <laughs> Jesus Christ! What else I got to do around here? The grandma came over with a gun. I shut the door and wouldn't let her in. What the fuck? See, now, here's the thing. I have, like, this weird before and after thing with my father. So okay. uh, my dad was in a uh, – he he was driving truck for a while. And uh, he got <laughs> – That's a Midwestern thing to say. <laughs> exactly. I guarantee no one on your block, if you walked up and down, <laughs> was like, hey, uh, did your dad ever drive truck? And they'd be like, did you have a stroke in the middle of that thing? <laughs> We drive truck. Did my dad drive fuck? Yeah, probably. Drive, drive truck. You know, like farm pig. He drove truck. <laughs> he drove truck. He drove truck, dog. Uh, my dad farm pig. So my dad was in a uh, an accident when he was driving truck. And uh doctor told him he'd never fucking walk again, all this crazy stuff. And said, uh, not only will I walk, I'll fuck. <laughs> I'll fuck myself all over this town. Oh, okay, so that happened. Okay, so here's the timeline. Dad so had dad knew. Yes. So he he was driving truck before these other kids also. No, 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 no. Here's the timeline. So dad had this okay. this family, right? All right. Uh, and then he got divorced, 
And he got tired of him, so he yeah, moved <laughs> he moved on. Met my mother. Old uh, bitch sucked. Had to ditch. <laughs> had to get a new one. Um, so uh, met my mom. Uh, and then they had me, even though they were told, like my mother was told she'd never have kids and it just wasn't possible. And did you ever uh, come out and ask your mom, like, what the fuck? No, no, I just like, mom, what were you, what was, what was it about dad that just you were like, this is a stable man. Did she just want to like, well, here's a kid on her own. Here's the thing. Dad was fine before all this. That's what I'm getting at. So dad, when I, when I talk, I had a, I had a sit down after my mom passed with Heather, the only quote unquote sibling that I talked to. I I consider her my sister. And uh even though we weren't raised together, Jesus we Christ, didn't... you've got you you've got three people you consider siblings? No, just one. Just Heather. Just but Heather. Con- but she's not your dad's really. No, and she was kind of like the caretaker of that family, right? Like she pretty much looked out for Crystal and Jason the whole time uh when dad wasn't around. So they had they had dad when he was sober and working and like they had this totally different experience with my father yeah um they had they had him as a as a fucking father as this like staple in their lives mom was involved but she was on and off pills and had drinking problems and this and that right so dad was the, the, the was the stable yeah my dad didn't drink until he was 30 half of that marriage 32 yeah um, so, so yeah, so, and then dad meets my mom. They were told to never have kids. My mom was like 33 or 34 when she had me. So like miracle mm-hmm. fucking baby out of nowhere, like, holy shit, it's happening. Uh, dad was around for that. He quit his factory job. He hated working at the factory. My dad was a whiz with fucking numbers, dude. Uh, he wanted mm-hmm. to go into accounting and finance when he was young and just couldn't find a spot for it. But the factory is always hiring in town. So he worked at the fucking factory and hated it. Um, that'll come back around later. Mm-hmm. So they have me, dad's driving truck when I'm like six or seven, maybe even eight. And dad gets in this terrible car accident and uh, they tell me never walk again, all this stuff. He goes to rehab. But in the process of this, he gets hooked on pain pills. And that's Fuck. where he starts mixing pills with alcohol. And that's where we get into my dad just the downfall of him and falling apart right when I'm like right. six or seven right in that era and that's when he starts going back and forth between the old family and my mom and me and like uh, not being around and like the lines get blurred and then <laughs> my dad not wanting to again work at this fucking factory tells my mom that he's gonna buy a bar uh, at the time, he didn't drink. He didn't do anything. And he, and he, a couple of friends of his are going are going in, and they're going to buy a bar. And he buys against my mom's uh, will and all this other stuff, like uh, advice and all this. He buys a fucking little bar in town. Hey, and uh, now I'm, gonna, I'm thinking about opening a, a restaurant. <laughs> really. Really? Do you cook? No, I've never even eaten before. Actually, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Any, it was it was anything to escape the factory life, and uh, and so that's when the that's that's when you just pour fucking you know uh, you just you just pour it on a fire there. It's just like that's when everything went really downhill. He started hanging out at the bar every fucking night and on pain pills and drinking and. We never, I never really saw him after that. I got to tell you, I kind of just 
uh, all thought your dad was always a piece of shit. I don't like this new tragic story. I thought your that your dad just was kind of asshole the whole time. No, dude, and and that's the thing. Like looking, the more I don't the, like that he had a fall from grace. I don't like yeah. that. That doesn't make me happy. <laughs> the uh, the older I get, the the more hindsight you have, and the more you look back and you see your parents of just like these people that are just trying to make it fucking work. And the more I look at my father, the less resentment and hate that I have that I've carried over these years of like this, like, Oh, he just a fuck up. And this, and I'm like, he was trying his fucking best and got caught up in some shit that really was out of his control at first and got hooked on some shit and never had the chance to get better. He never dug himself out of it. And now I look back on him in a different way than I have my, the you know, I grew up the, my whole life kind of filling in these details for myself. Cause my mother would never share those things about my father, no matter what he did or how bad he got, he was always my father. You know, my mother would right. never let it slip that like, he's too drunk to do this or he's not showing up for that reason or he didn't love me or wasn't thinking of me none of those things like she always covered for him um so i grew up kind of in this haze of like yeah dad's a fuck up i don't know so then i meet so then i (laughs) seems to me to be a fuck up but mom doesn't seem to care at all (laughs) (laughs) so my relationship with the with the siblings was very like you know I you know we're, we're holiday relatives you know once I a year on Christmas we would get Dad together. Had another family, but I yes. assumed it was post fuck up. Like I assumed no, he was no, it's pre wandering out and had a new one that he had that he had. No, but he would go back and forth. He yeah. would go back and forth to the old one. Yeah, because she was on pills and drinking and was living that life. And, and yeah, was, she so, was wild and crazy yep. and fun and shit. My mom was sober. My mom would have a mudslide on card night and be like, I'm wasted. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I'm going to bed early. Uh, you know. So, Your dad's sitting there on his fourth whiskey and popping a pill going, I've made a grave mistake. <laughs> you know, one I'd of like the, uh, go, I'd like to go party again. <laughs> exactly. I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> going to bed. It's 9 p.m., Nancy. Jesus Christ. Are you old already? I got to buy a fucking bar. I got to get out of here. <laughs> I had to buy a fucking bar. Hey, you know, you're just sitting there going, where the fuck can I do this? But not have to deal with this. Fucking boring here. Uh, But he had bought the uh, bar before he ever started doing any of that shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, But okay, so he was into pills, but not booze, and then bought the bar and was like, "Why not?" Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So fucking bummer. So here's the thing. So uh, that you guys saw each other on holidays, holidays, and that was pretty much it. And my mother always kept me from my brother Jason because he was just bad news. He was always getting in fights and Jesus. She saw how bad that fat kid beat you up at the (laughs) playground. She's like, Jesus Christ, Michael, he's one punch Malone. You can't, you can't can't have you hanging out with that guy. (laughs) So you're not a fighter. I love you. You're not a cook. You're not a fighter. You're neither of those things, Michael. (laughs) So dad died, right? Right around when my brother was like 22. I was 12, so he was 22. And so my brother just took, just like his mother just died a few years before that, maybe even a year before that. Dad dies, and now he's got nobody looking out for him besides Heather. And 
he just goes down this just he's all in now you know he starts S- fighting selling drugs doing the whole I think thing i've seen this movie yeah <laughs> So my mother always kept me away from, so I don't really have a relationship with him. And uh, Heather is the only one I've kept in contact with on that side of the family. And uh, after mom died, I met up with Heather. She was living on the East Coast and I was doing shows out out, uh, in Albany, New York. She came and hung out for the weekend there. And we spent all weekend together trading stories about dad and mom and trying to like figure out where that was wild it was insane and that's what i that's when i learned everything about how like dad wasn't always a fuck up like he was a really good dad to them and he was there for them she told me this is heartbreaking if you so it seems like the roles were absolutely reversed for him and your him and your mom versus him and yeah the old lady like she was on pills and fucked up all the time and he was the stable source and then by the time he got to you and your mom your mom was the stable source and he was fucked up all the time yeah that's a fucking bummer man you're bumming me out you want a you want a real heartbreaking one this is uh well fucking yeah put the put the shad the sad shitty cherry on the top of this fucking shit sandwich let's do it i don't know why you'd want a cherry on top of a sandwich anyway i should have said banana split or ice cream sundae we're moving right along yeah this is the this is the shoe buckle right here this is the uh this is the thing that holds it all together the sadness it takes the sadness the depression the anxiety the hopes for the future that you've just pissed all over it pulls them all together so my sister together almost like a shoe buckle (laughs) My sister tells me this story about dad. Um, and this is the contrast between the two the two dads. You know what I mean? Like right. same right. guy, but two two dads. Um, right. So when she was pregnant with uh, her daughter Alex, um, I guess dad came to see her every once in a while, and he would surprise her, and he would like just show up on her doorstep with a pizza and some flowers and just come check on her and stuff like that. And it's like these really sweet notions. And she told me that one of the last times she saw dad, he showed up on her doorstep like he used to. And this time around, he was there to ask for money to buy drugs because he couldn't afford the pills and this and that. And he was begging her for just $20 so he can buy some fucking, you know, he made up some lies about what he needed for and this and that. But my sister knew what was up. Jesus. That's the fucking contrast right there, my man. Jesus. Yeah. Wouldn't it be fucked up if, if what he actually did was take her 20 bucks and go buy pizza and take it to your house? <laughs> That'd be great. Showed up with pizza and flowers at your mom's place. Yeah, like <laughs> really in the back of his mind, he's like, "Nancy's gonna be so fucking mad." I have not been home for days. <laughs> I better run by my daughter's house and then bum twenty bucks so that I can buy some pizza for Michael, that fat fuck, and some flowers. <laughs> oh, yeah Jesus. my and my brother's always tried to reach out he's always been like yeah it's just a, it's a weird situation my mother always warned me about him always kept me away from him and even when wayne passed we met up with heather uh, and we did dinner my mother and heather and i and her family and and uh, heather pulled me aside before we left and uh i was getting i was 
trying to pull the car around for my mom and Heather came outside to talk to me in private and she pulled me in real close and she goes, I hear you're trying to reach out to Jason. And I go, yeah, I've been thinking about him a lot. I think I, I, it's been a while. I, I was thinking about reaching out and she fucking grabbed me up. <laughs> she goes, she goes, if you reach out to Jason, I will personally cut your fucking dick off. Do you hear me? And I said, yeah, yeah. And she goes, don't do it. Bad news. Is it is it because you live in L.A. and they're afraid you have something he can take? No, I just I think <laughs> Malone, you're doing very well for yourself out there on the West Coast. He's yeah. just in it for your money, and you're like, oh, I know. Well, well, well <laughs> jokes <laughs> on you. Let, let me tell you this new joke I've been working on. Then. <laughs> Sorry, Jace. Uh, hey, can't squeeze blood from a turnip, buddy. Hey, Big JJ, got nothing to take here, bud. I got nothing for you, Jace. <laughs> but it's something I've I've personally struggled with throughout the years. Of like, he is the only blood I I have left, and uh, what do you do about that? You know what I mean? Like, do you? Would you reach out? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to give that real, real, uh, real raw answer, but I'm, I'm not sure it's, I'm, I'm sure it's yeah. certainly not that easy. Um, man, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you don't have, like, what's the fear, I guess? Um, like what can he? What can he do? Are you? Are are they afraid he's going to corrupt you in some way? And like, no, I mean now I guess there is down no a dark path. Like you're like, I'm just going to reach out to him, see how he's doing. Five minutes later, or five months later, you're pulling a black mask down. <laughs> like, no, what am I doing? I'm just the getaway driver. What the fuck is going on here? Uh, no, like, I, th- I think he's the fear. You or what's no, the I think the fear is taking advantage of me. For this or that, you know, I mean, like, um, you know, money or opportunity wise, this and that. And cause I, I think the fear of corrupting me is gone. I'm too old for that. I'm an old man. I'm almost 40. What the fuck are you going to do, dog? I don't know, <laughs> you, know, man, like, you started smoking weed at like 35. You're pretty corruptible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> You get to 40 and be like, that fucking heroin doesn't seem so bad. Uh, can I tell you, um, do you have one like real hard drug that every time someone describes it to you, everyone around you is like, oh my God, what is so terrifying? And you're just like, yeah, that sounds fascinating a little bit. Do you have one drug that you're like, man, if addiction was no thing, oh. I would 100% do whatever. Uh, or, w- or would you like uh, is 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 because you don't do anything other than weed right i i would tell you that it's uh weed and aspirin are you afraid of addiction yeah oh, of course i'm very i'm very is that why you don't addiction. don't do anything else yeah i i've been actually the last few years i've been i wish i could drink wine but i know that the minute i start drinking wine like casually drinking wine i mean like i love the way cab staff tastes like i've tasted wine and alcohol duh i've tasted everything i just never had a full 
drink of anything, you know? Um, so I love the way cabs have taste and I wish I could be that person that could just have a glass here and there. But I know, I know for a thousand percent that if I have one, I'll have all of them and it'll be all that I would do at least for a few months. A lot of the, um, how do I say this? A lot of the personal characteristics it takes to appreciate smoking a good cigar mm-hmm. are the same kinds of personal characteristics you have to have to enjoy tasting any kind of alcohol, whether it be wine or whiskey or, or whatever you're into. Like you go, I go around to the different distilleries and I taste whiskey. So it doesn't surprise me that you like think taste wine tastes good because there's a certain amount of appreciation for those more subtle kind of thing because it's not you're not drinking a cab sav and going it tastes like cherries and <laughs> no it's it tastes great like kool-aid it's like dark and 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 mm-hmm. it's, there's a lot of depth there mm-hmm. and you gotta like wade through the fucking flavor profiles and shit there's so i'm not trying to convince you to drink booze but i'm saying i understand your apprehension uh i do if, there, I, if addiction I do with- was no thing what is the is is it wine if, if you yeah. like knew that I'll never get addicted to it, I can do whatever we want. Wine would be your thing. The wine would be my thing. I'm deathly Mine's afraid. Mine's fucking of... opium, man. Really? I would chase the fucking dragon. I You're, guarantee. I'm too scared. I'm too scared to do mushrooms, homie. The mushrooms are real good. I know everybody says, and as soon as you, as soon as you take, as soon as you have weed for the first time, there's somebody around, like they'll just come out of the fucking wall and be like, "You got to try <laughs> mushrooms." <tried> mushrooms? <laughs> Like, fucking the mailman pulls up and he's like, "Hey, have you tried mushrooms?" You're like, "I just yeah, like hit a, a joint for the first time." When you get your when you get your first vaccination shot, which I haven't yet, but yeah, I've me neither. That when you get your first one, that's like your ticket to your second one, right? Like, right. like they can't they can't waste the second dosages. So they're like, "You you got your first, so you have this card that gets you your second one." So like, even if so, there are people like calling different places and being like, uh, "Hey, I don't qualify." But can you put me on the waiting list for if they have a do- and 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 I have actually have a friend um, I was talking to this this weekend who she um, had like gone to a Walmart and call or called the Walmart and was like hey I know you get like certain number of dosages and I just wanted to know if you have a waiting list or whatever and they were like yeah we'll put you on it can't guarantee anything and they called her nice like hey if you can be here by two o'clock this afternoon it's yours and she was just like fuck yeah and just like. <laughs> threw on a coat and took off and got there and got her first vaccination. But anyway, they they they, they give you a card and like that that becomes your ticket to your second one. They're like, well, you already got one. We can't just fucking waste it. You got to get your second one. So even if you don't technically qualify for it, you still get to go get it. That's how it is with mushrooms and weed. <laughs> yes, as soon as you have weed, they're like, you hey, you can do mushrooms now. It's like, want? hey, you can do mushrooms now. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You'll be you fine. Now. It's once you've – here's the thing, and, and, and here's what I think it is about that. Um, it's that, that, that step you have to take where you go, I'm okay with it as long as it's coming out of the ground. Right? That step to go, it's just weed. It's just a fucking plant. It just grows that way, and then if you happen to apply some fucking heat to it, happy things happen to me. It's just in the ground. It doesn't matter. Then all of a sudden, the next easy step is, dude, mushrooms are just growing there underneath the <laughs> exactly, pile of cow yeah. shit. 
You just pick the cow shit up, pull the mushrooms, wipe the cow shit off, and you can get fucked up. It's just the Earth's way of saying, here, buddy, have a party. There's nothing. So I, I also I understand that slippery slope because it's like once you've made the cognitive decision that, hey, it grows in the ground. It's not a big deal. It's just weed. That's not that far of a leap to mushrooms. See, and I, I struggle with uh, addiction with, with weed as well. Not like... Not like, oh, I got to have it. Like I'm fucking Not like a, a crackhead. No. Like a, a mental I'll, and emotional addiction. Yeah, I'll slip into, you know, I've went, um, you know, I'll go several months without it, without even thinking about yeah. it, without, yeah. you know, whatever. And then I'll find myself having it one afternoon or something like that. Like, oh, I'll just get high today. Or I'm editing something. I'm like, oh, I'll get high today. I haven't been in a long time. And then two weeks will blow by. And I've been yeah. high that whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I know that's a slippery slope for me. I know that it's not real addiction, but I have let these. Me ask you, let me ask you this: Are you productive when you smoke? Here sometimes. It does it depend on the strand, or does it depend on the day, or does it depend on the how much you smoke, or what? Depends on the day and my mood, and and how far into the binge that I am. Like if it's like day one or two, like, yeah, I'm super productive. I'm like editing, I'm fucking cleaning, I'm doing whatever. But if it's like day five or six in the binge, I'm useless, dude. I'm watching fucking Netflix, playing video games, just hanging out. Um, Does that often happen to you when you're not smoking weed? Do you like find yourself no. going for a certain period of time and then being like, I've hit a wall, I'm fucking no. worn out? No, and I, I, cause I've gone most of this, most of this lockdown without weed. And do you feel like you smoke more as your binge progresses? Like, do you feel like yeah. on day five oh, yeah. you're smoking more than you're smoking on day Oh, one? yeah, for sure. For sure. And I can't it let up because like- as soon as I sober up, I'm like, oh, I should get high. As soon as I feel yeah. those sobering moments, I'm like, oh, I should get high. Or I'll, yeah. I'll even, I'll well, even see, try was- to like wait a few hours. And then when that hits, I'll be like, oh, well, it's fucking like nine o'clock. I should get high. Yeah. Well, I was going to, what I was going to ask was if you were productive. Yeah. If you didn't see a giant dip in production, is that the only concern? Yeah. Like, let's say you're high all the time, but you're getting everything done. Yeah, but you're not really. I'm at least for me. I'm not really in those moments. I'm not present in those moments when I'm high. It's fun for me in those. Mo- I'll I yeah. I'll blow by a whole day and not be able to tell you what I fucking did that day. It's a blur. I get I get, I, right. I I call it time traveling, right? I joke about it, but right, like right, right. that's exactly what it is. I time travel all fucking day. And yeah. so I'm not really present and that bothers me. I liked it when I was sober yeah. and I you know, I'm hiking, I'm biking, I'm active, I'm feeling good about my body, I'm I'm mentally better, I'm more productive around here, yeah. I'm getting more stuff done. I just feel better. And then I go yeah. into these binge slopes and I dip into these valleys and I feel like shit. I I don't work out as much. I get in this weird mindset of like this um this vicious cycle of like, well, you feel like shit because you haven't worked out, but I don't want to work out. I want to smoke weed while I'll smoke weed. Then I'll eat snacks and then I'll feel like shit. Well, it's too late now. You're already fat motherfucker now. So like, let's just keep eating and smoking, keep eating and smoking. And then I have to get get myself out of that rut to be able to like refocus and be like, all right, 
bro, you went two weeks, you had fucking pizza and cheeseburgers and candy bars for two weeks yeah. straight and you didn't do shit. Now let's stop smoking fucking weed. It has to be like that abrupt, like kick myself in the ass, kind of shake yeah. myself back to reality. Like, Hey man, what are we doing here? <laughs> and then do I'm like, think, Oh, I'm good. Do to you go- think there's a possibility that you're looking at weed as the, as the, um, the, the disease, but it might be a symptom. I'm thinking I'm, I'm looking at it. You think it might be one step removed from the, the root cause of the problem. It's coping. I yeah. get, I get in a, I started smoking weed just a few months before Wayne died. I mean, that's what killed Wayne finding out I smoked weed. No, <laughs> I, but, uh, I it wouldn't be the first time that an old white guy died when he found out his, his uh, son was smoking his, weed. His, his different son had moved to the West coast and picked up marijuana. He, he's a junkie. Night, CD nightclubs. So, uh, so I was using it. I fell into that coping mechanism with Wayne. And then a year later, mom dies. And I was, I mean, dude, I was, if I was awake, I was high and it's, it's numbing for me. And so sometimes throughout this lockdown, I would get in these, you know, you know how it is. Some days you're like, Hey, life is great. And things are going my way. And then other days you're like, life means nothing. <laughs> like, What is this all for what another day? And even if I did do it today, what does it, matter? does it matter? Yeah. So you smoke a little weed and it numbs and it feels good. And then you're like, ah, fuck, I don't care if anything matters. I'm fucking baked. <laughs> and, and then that just turns into two or three weeks. And then, then you have to shake yourself out of it and go, all right, dude, Hey man, what are we doing here? Yeah. Uh, let's go fucking hiking. Let's get our shit back together. Let's start eating salad instead of fucking pizza and uh, get our yeah. life back. So that's, and so I said all that to say this, I feel like I would do the same with wine. If I were left to my own devices, which I oftentimes am, Jesus Christ, I, I, I would just drink wine all fucking day. I would slip into these binge moments. I don't like to hear about you being depressed. <laughs> obviously, I don't want you to become addicted to anything. Right. But I kind of want to see wine a little. <laughs> just a little bit. Like, I got a little bit want to see like wine. Just, just, you know, it's just weird. I, I have these addictive things. We call things. up uh, for our weekly call, and I just hear... <laughs> In the background, what was that? Just me popping my second bottle of the evening. I just need my medicine. It's five o'clock your time, right? Anyways, let's start this thing. Oops, sorry, I hit my microphone. Uh, I have noticed these addictive qualities roll over into other things besides substances. So, like, if I try something new to eat, for instance... Like a new, like, let's just say, uh, let's say there's a new candy bar that just came out and I've had it and I like it. Uh, I will have urges that like, I have to have that for like, I'll binge it. So it's probably part of the problem that, you know, when a new candy bar comes out, (laughs) I'm I'm using that as an example. I'm saying like, you ever, you ever try something new and you're like, Oh shit, this is fucking great. Where has this been all my life? I will sink into that for like three weeks and that'll be all I fucking think about or care about or want is that new thing. And I'm like, Oh, this is it. Uh, I I binge it. 
My wife has been pregnant up until a month ago for nine <laughs> months, Malone. Literally every time we walk through the store, we're like, I wonder if there's any sweet things we might want. <laughs> yeah. Because the candy section is the only section in the store that as the seasons change, it just fucking takes complete makeover. Oh, man. The candy section's the only section in the store that changes as the year goes long. And you got to go check periodically to see if there's new shit. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the other day I found uh, <laughs> um, star the Starburst Jelly Beans. But they make the they make a there's a bag called Jumbo Starburst Jelly Beans. Right? So you got the you remember the original jelly beans that right, just, right. they were always in your Easter basket. They tasted like grape, and they tasted like white, and they tasted like licorice, and it tasted like cherry. And With just a hint of styrofoam, yeah, and just a little bit of styrofoam. Those were the original, and they were, uh, you know, about the size of like a fucking lima bean, right? <laughs> right. And then Starburst came out with the Starburst jelly bean, and it's more jelly belly sized. Yeah, right. They're, like they're so great. The jelly bellies, they're the littler dudes. So then I see this bag that says Jumbo Starburst Jelly Beans. So I'm thinking they're Starburst Jelly Beans, but they're like the lima bean size, like the like the normal. Dude, these fuckers were the size of a half goddamn dollar. They're fucking <laughs> huge. They're, <laughs> they're like a fucking kumquat. I'm going to have to check huge. them out. They're enormous. They're 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 like uh they're 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 like a horse tranquilizer pill you throw back there. It's, fucking, <laughs> it's a gigantic. You have to eat one at a time. It's fucking huge. It's like a it's like a piece of big. What's that? Not the big league chew, but remember you used to play baseball. Oh like yeah, baseball yeah. gums that were like a fucking two inches in diameter. Yeah, were probably really hard and tasted <laughs> like absolutely nothing, but they had baseball sayings on it. So you were like, yeah, it's good. No, Hank Aaron must it. chew this. <laughs> Hank Aaron, who the fuck in 1990 was like, Hank Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Hammer and Hank. I just saw it in the papers yesterday. Hammer and Hank. Right, sticking on this candy theme, this is going to be my thing to share this week. Oh my God, are we sharing candy? Fuck, hold on. I started getting into. Right, okay, okay. uh, White chocolate Reese's. Oh my. Now, you can't find them. I fucking love them. I'll let you finish. Look, now, I've I've had them over the years. They're fantastic, but I have just had a hankering lately. I I bought a a little five packer. You know, uh, we we have a little sweet tooth here at the house, so we have a little bowl that's always filled with Reese cups. Our bowl Uh, is not little at all, but we also have a bowl. Yes. yes. And so I started, (laughs) I randomly, just like two weeks ago, just bought like a pack of those uh you know the vanilla the the white chocolate yeah. and uh i have not stopped buying i just started buying two packs and then, you know i was like i'll buy three of the regular packs and i buy two of these packs and i tell you i cannot get enough of them they're fucking fantastic and i would i dare to say better oh, than the original 
Now they are not. Now they are not. Now, if you're going I've had this conversation before, I think they are better in my it, opinion. I would say that I will not. I cannot vouch for that when it comes to the Reese's Christmas trees or the Easter eggs or the pumpkins, whatever variation they have, whatever the fuck those are, are incredible. And don't even come at me with the fucking big cups. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Christmas, the Reese's Christmas trees and all that. That is the only thing that beats the fucking uh, white chocolate ones. I uh, I got to tell you, I like all of the Reese's offerings. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Have you seen? They now have a mallow top. It's a, it's a peanut butter. It's a normal bit with a marshmallow flavored top. Alone. Bro, is this an Easter thing? This sounds Eastery. It's an Easter thing. You got to get it. It's go. You got to get it while the getting's good. That's what I'm saying. My my wife and I had to say at Easter we're cutting it off. No more candy after Easter, dude. We just been because you we rolled right on from Christmas, right on into Valentine's Day candy, right on into Easter candy. We were like at the at the uh, uh, Easter's the cutoff. We can't with the fucking candy. We can't. You're gonna I miss Fourth of July candy. I've been running my ass off trying to keep the fucking keep the fucking candy off, and I, I gotta tell you, I'm not I'm not keeping up. It's just it's just the candy. Just it's like it's different now. Uh, as I remember, uh, like I, don't know, I was talking to my brother. He's like a uh, he's a he does. Um, he's whoa, a whoa, whoa, you have a brother? Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute! Um, wait a goddamn second! I was talking to him, and he he's he's a marine, but his degree, his college degree is in uh, like sports science. He does he does that kind of thing. And uh, I was like, "What's the what's the thing that like is a misconception that I probably have? Like, what what is a misconception?" He's like, hey, "You can do all the sit ups you want, but until you fix your diet, your the 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 bottom, you can get the six packs at the top, but that bottom, dude, that's all. That's the that's the fucking that's the sugar." Yeah. And yep. uh, I can't, I can't kick the sweet tooth, man. I, can, I can't I can eat. I can eat the most healthy. Although uh, since the baby's been born, like when it's time to go to the kitchen and cook, both of us just look at each other and are like, you just want to like go grab a subway or something. No? <laughs> we've been t- ever since Jess got her job at UCLA. We've just been like, I mean, <laughs> that's the Wendy's. best Malone answer ever. <laughs> Ever since Jess started working harder, it's been really hard to get a good meal around here. That's what I gotta tell you. It's really fucking hard. She started no. going to work, and I, used, I, I nobody cooks for me anymore. We used fuck? to cook together all the time. Uh, we used to be, yeah. And I cook. You can't make chocolate pudding by yourself. That's why <laughs> I made dinner the other night. You other fuck. Than, what did you make? Scones. I made chicken, scones. rice, scones, uh, sweet potatoes. Uh, what else? How'd you make your sweet potatoes? I I took a sweet potato. I cut it up into thin slices. I took a pan. I greased that pan. I laid all the thin slices ah. down. I put uh olive oil on it that hadn't been fucked yet, and then I yeah. sprinkled some everything bagel sauce on it. Popped it in the oven for twenty minutes. You get like these little, almost like sweet potato chips. Has, out any, of them. has anybody ever done a comer- like a parody commercial for slut olive oil? <laughs> for slutty, I think so. I think it's a Saturday Night Live thing. <laughs> Slutty olive oil, yeah. Slutty olive oil? Oh. Yeah. 
fucked a lot. <laughs> we used to fuck the shit out of this olive oil. Anyways, here's anyways. Some olive oil. You can still make some bacon with it. <laughs> still keep your pan slick and shit. Whatever yeah, the fuck. Who cares? Who gives a fuck? Have you ever seen that shit? There's no way it's healthy. Who no. gives a fuck? <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Looks like motor oil, but it just like yeah, comes for out your of body. An olive. <laughs> just comes out of an olive like that. Who the fuck wants to eat that shit? Um, <laughs> slutty olive oil. Um, well, if we're gonna share candy, uh, no, I, I I already shared fat uh, the fat jelly beans. I'm not gonna not gonna do yeah. that. Uh, my friendly suggestion for this week, and we've already talked about this off mic. Um, the, I've been watching Veep. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Fucking Julia Louis-Dreyfus is a fucking national treasure and should be protected at all goddamn costs. I got to get I got to get into that She's show. She's fucking delightful, man. Like um it's really funny. And and uh I don't know what the actor's name is, but Buster from Arrested Development He's is fantastic. Like her, like, her personal assistant, and the, just the their interactions are so fucking funny. And the girl from My Girl, oh the, yeah, yeah, uh, that killed Macaulay Culkin with those bees. Uh, she, um, <laughs> she <laughs> she's her chief of staff. That girl with the bees in her puss. The you know the, <laughs> the hive in her puss. The hive, Malone. Hold on, before we before we leave, uh, we can't end this phone call without me telling you. I was just watching uh, Our Planet on Netflix, and Ooh. I saw the episode where the bird clears <gasps> the dance floor and has the fucking dance party. It was yes. incredible. It's insane, right? You insane. had already you had already prepared me for it. It's in, it's insane. And yet, when I saw, I was like. Honey, I know what this is. She was like, what? And I was like, Malone told me about this. You're not going to fucking believe this shit. And so we're just like both watching like, with rapt focus. And his fucking wings like go up around yeah. his head. You're like, this fucking- bird's about to do the running man. <laughs> and it's fucking, and they're like, wait for it, wait for it, wait. And all of a sudden this throat just goes, wah! Yeah. Fucking the lady bird lost her fucking mind. You, you know what's so crazy is months later, uh, Netflix launches a whole series of just a show about birds dancing and fucking. Hell yeah. What's yeah, it's, it's like bird, birds, bird dance, birds. AV, aviary, <laughs> oviaries. <laughs> oh, there's, a, there's, there's one in there somewhere. There's one in it's called bird twerking it's on netflix I'm gonna watch birds i'm gonna watch oviary uh oviary birds adventures. be fucking that's birds what it's called be, it's called what happens when, when birds, birds be fucking <laughs> oh shoebuckle malone told me to watch uh, this show hey, I, honey i know what this show is shoebuckle told me about this these birds are about to twerk and fuck it's gonna be wild it's gonna be wild this is gonna be fucking wild. <laughs> Hold your balls, honey. We're watching birds fuck. <laughs> Alright, I gotta go. I love you. I got this I got this suggestion straight from one punch's brother. <laughs> <laughs> Old Junior One Punch. 
Oh, One Punch Jr. told me. OPJ told me. <laughs> OPJ. <laughs> oh, fuck. I love you. Love you. Goodbye. Hey, what's up? It's Ryan. I appreciate you listening in on our phone calls, you beautiful weirdo. If you would, follow us on Twitter at SpeakerphonePod. That's at S-P-E-A-K-E-R-P-H-O-N-E-P-O-D. SpeakerphonePod. We're going to be sharing links to the stuff we reference and other things we find funny, and we'd love you to join the conversation. In the meantime, if you're looking for more high-quality content, check out 4D Podcast Network. They were kind enough to invite us into their family, and we think you'll dig the rest of the roster. Appreciate you.